welcome to another episode of the Climbing Hinge podcast. On this episode, we're going to be talking about how females prefer indirect actions versus males who prefer direct action. What do we mean by indirect versus direct? When we talk about indirect, we're referring to indirect communications, indirect conflict, indirect aggression um, versus males tend to be much more direct, much more confrontational, much more likely to engage in conflict. Real quick before we get into it, what are some quick examples of indirect methods of communication for a female? A, a female may delay replying to a text or a phone call. She may delay for hours or days. When she does this, she is communicating something to you, even though she's not saying it directly. A female may simply not reply to a text or a phone call at all, ever, period. Again, in the indirect way of the female or the feminine, she is communicating something to you. And if you are a smart and cunning man, you will realize what that is and you will think through how you respond to it. All right, before we get into it any further, I know there are some men will say, well, my female is quite direct. She's very willing to engage in conflict and she's very aggressive. As we know from other research and if you've listened to some of the other podcasts, There are certain females which are classified as an anxious, insecure female. They do not trust very easily. They generally don't like intimacy, and they can be very aggressive. As we know, the the main um, uh, defensive mechanisms are flight and fight. There are some other ones in between. But those are the two basic ones. So women that are anxious insecures, what they try to do is protect themselves through aggressive acts and controlling their men. So they do things such as if you don't answer their text, they give you a outpouring of text asking why you're not responding to them. They want to dominate conversations and control you. Um, However, If you show one of these females real male aggression, so for example, you throw things, you punch holes in walls, you get physical with them and touch them or try to restrain them, you yell really, really loud, I can guarantee one thing that'll happen they will really fear you. And if they really do come to fear you because you've shown them real male aggression in the face of their controlling aggressive ways, it will cause a big problem in the relationship. They will really fear you. And when they fear you, guess what? It will cause them to have grave concerns about their safety in the relationship. So... You have to handle those females in a specific way that which is outside the uh, domain of this podcast. We'll be talking about that on another one. However, 
I wanted to cut that one off and explain uh, to those uh, men that have an anxious, insecure female that will engage in aggressive conflict that I understand there are females like that. However, if you show them real male aggression, they will fear you, okay? Most females will engage in indirect forms of communication or conflict especially if, 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 they, if they see something as a potential threat or they see something as a potential conflict or an argument, they're much more likely to shy away from it and use indirect methods of communication than a man. Especially if you have a woman which is a highly avoidant, which a woman that has been traumatized or highly stressed during her childhood or early adult years, and she's learned not to trust anybody. She's learned to be very, very weary of intimacy and commitment and things like that. Those types of females, insecure avoidance, will be much more likely to use indirect forms of communication. So why is it the fact why is it the case though that females in general will use indirect forms of communication and conflict. Well, conflict is dangerous to the female. Conflict can get them hurt. All through history, um, men have done bad things to females, raped them, killed them, enslaved them, done other bad things. So females are, are very weary of men in conflict. You hear about things in the newspaper, on the news, a man gets rejected by a female and he does something bad to her. Females hear these things too. So females can be weary of conflict. Uh, females are more socially intelligent. Um, they have better social skills than men. So they can use those social skills more adeptly. They're more cunning by nature, which leads them to use more indirect methods of communication and conflict resolution. All right. Uh, females, looks, beauty are more important to them in securing a mate than it is for males. Of course, it's important for males to be handsome and look good, but status and position and their, a male's ability to, ability to provide and protect is very, very important as well. Another point which we've talked about um, before in terms of fear and fear conditioning and, and fear arousal is the idea that females have a much greater uh, acute sense of danger and fear than men, right? So they're much more likely to sense fear earlier and to take action on that fear than a man is. When you combine these factors, conflict is dangerous to a female. Females are more socially intelligent. Um, being injured in a conflict and uh, perhaps impacting a female's looks and beauty, it would be detrimental. And the notion that females are much more acutely sensitive to danger and fear, you have all the makings of a formula whereby a female 
and the feminine is going to be much more likely to use indirect forms of communication and conflict. And we're going to get into some examples of what these forms of indirect communication and conflict resolution are and how they, they play out and how you sh as a male should handle them. Um, but first, some real quick examples on how females can use their indirect methods of aggression and, and conflict with other females. What can they do? They can gossip about other girls. Why would they do that? Well, if they gossip about another girl and they make her look bad, her value in the group is lowered and her competition, her ability to compete is lowered as well. Females also engage in slut shaming. Well, why is that the case? Because females know that men don't like girls that are known to quote unquote sleep around. Well, they don't like girls for that purpose of, you know, marriage and building a life anyways, right? So if females can gossip and make another girl appear as if she's a girl that sleeps around, um, her status will be lowered the other girl, and the girl gossiping status will elevate in comparison, right? Okay, you also hear about things, I'm sure in high school and other things, girls pass around notes and talk about other girls, again, to make them look bad. You also have girls that will form cliques and little gossipy groups, and they'll keep new girls out or girls that are potential threats out, again, to exclude them. All these are forms of indirect aggression that females use on each other, all right? Okay, now that we've talked about what female indirect communication and aggression is, why they behave in, in such ways, and we've also talked about, well, yes, there are some females that are more likely to engage in aggressive behavior with men, um, insecure, anxious females that, that try to control men and dominate them. Let's now go into some examples and kind of walk through how they use indirect forms of communication and how you need to recognize what these forms are and what, they, what it means. Okay, as we started off the, the podcast, we said one example of an indirect form of communication would be simply delay replying to a text. Well, a female might delay responding to a text, you know, three hours, maybe six hours, maybe a day, maybe two days. When a female is delaying replying to a text message, what is she telling you, right? A, she's limiting obviously the amount of communication with you she's basically keeping you at bay at arm's distance for whatever reason she's limiting her level of intimacy with you if you text her and she responds back four or six hours later every time well that makes it very hard to have an ongoing conversation doesn't it and if she's doing that, that is her intent, I can assure you. So, as a smart and cunning man, you need 
A, to recognize that, and B, to understand how you should respond. If she's not replying to your text and you want to quote unquote call her out as many men do, what is likely to happen? Well, A, what are you going to say? You might say something like, why aren't you responding to my text? Or why can't you respond to my text sooner? I've been texting you all day. And if she's really trying to keep you out and keep you at distance, what is she likely to say to you? I've been busy. I'm doing stuff. I'm too busy. And if, if that's a problem, then maybe you shouldn't text me. Right? So when you go down that path to call them out, you open the door for them to say things such as that. Such as, I've been busy and I've got a lot going on. And if, if that's the problem for you, then maybe we, you shouldn't be texting me. So you got to be very careful about how you handle that. Okay? The best thing to do is to be patient and have discipline. And if she's delayed replying to your text, simply delay replying back to her text. Mix up your reply times. If she was taking three hours, maybe take four hours, maybe take two hours, five hours, two hours, mix it up, match her. But show her that you're a busy, scarce man as well, and you're high value. The other thing that happens is if you start to call her out and question things and you appear to be whining about things, you come off as a very insecure, non-masculine man, right? And what happens then? Well, women do not like men that cry and whine, so to speak. And if you come off as if you're whining or crying, you come off in a very bad way. You come off as needy, weak, feminine, And if the feminine, if the female views you as evoking feminine behavior, what does that do? It causes the female to have feelings of potentially disgust in you. And if the feeling of disgust comes over the female, it leads her to reject you because disgust is a instinctual thing that comes about when men behave in very, very, feminine ways, all right? Let's just say, um, for the best thing is you do not want to come off as a needy, sad, crying man because it weakens you in the face of the female. Females are attracted to men that behave in certain ways and those ways are strong and secure and masculine and free and loving, all right? Let's just go through another example. She doesn't reply to your text at all. So, I don't know, it it depends on what the situation is, if you've been dating a long time, or if you've only been dating a short time, but if if you've only been dating a few weeks and she stops replying to your text and she's quote unquote ghosting you, well, she's definitely telling you she's not interested anymore, okay? In a different scenario, um, where if you've been dating a long time, let's just say you've been dating a long time, things are going well, um, or so they appear to be, and she just stops texting and calling you. She doesn't answer your messages. 
what what are the possibilities? Well, A, she's telling you she wants distance and space from you. But we don't know why. It could be that she's scared. It could be that she's scared of her feelings for you. I've seen this before many times where a female, especially ones that have been damaged again early in life, where intimacy scares them and they have a very, very hard time with their feelings. And if these types of girls start to feel in love or too attached to you, it scares them and they will try to pull away. And because they don't like conflict, one of the way things they will do is just kind of stop trying to communicate with you. All right. It could be that simply she's feeling overwhelmed and she needs space. Right. Or it could be that she's trying to cut the relationship for some reason. Okay. Again, if you confront her and try to call her out, what might she say to you? So let's just go through a scenario. You text or call her. She doesn't respond um, for a day. You text her, call her again the next day. She doesn't respond. And then you start saying, like, what's wrong? What are you doing? What's going on? If she does respond, she's likely to say something like, hey, you know, I've got a lot going on. I just need space. Just can you just leave me alone? I just need some space right now. And then you might say something like, well, why didn't you tell me? And she goes, I just, I just, I just needed space. I just need a line. I just needed to be alone. Can you just give me that? That's what it's likely to result in. When females are overwhelmed or they feel that there's too much going on, um, many times they need some space. Um, so when they feel that, just give them some space. Reach, reach out to them, text them once or twice if they don't respond. Don't keep texting them. Give them a few days. Text them later. There are other techniques to handle this um, in terms of strategic tactics, in terms of how to use kind gestures and supportive acts to kind of draw them near you. But don't keep calling them out and trying to engage them in conflict. All right? Okay? Another scenario is you could have a female that is very distant from you. Say she's not communicating at all. She's very distant and cold. Maybe she'll respond to a text message once in a while, but she's overall distant and cold and trying to perhaps break up with you. Say you send her something, a gift, or give her some, a kind gesture, a supportive act, and she doesn't say thank you at all. Well, I've heard many men get irate and mad at this because they say, well, I did something nice. At least she can have enough respect to say thank you. Well, if she's in fact being cold and distant from you, why would she say thank you? Again, if you call her out and say, hey, how come you can't even say thank you? You're opening a door for her. She can simply say, I didn't ask for it. Don't get me anything else. Right? So that's where that can lead. And you're creating more conflict. You're opening up doors for her to tell you things such as, don't send me anything else. Don't do anything else for me. She's not saying thank you because she doesn't want to feel a sense of indebtedness, a sense of reciprocity, owing you something. And she's trying to limit communication and intimacy. That's why she's doing it. If you 
just behave as a secure man. Don't call her out on the things that she didn't say thank you for. Continue to be secure and high value and don't cry and whine. Over time, she will start to feel thankful for what you've done. She will feel a sense of indebtedness for what you've done. Okay? All right. Another tactic which females use is when they're angry or upset with you or feeling shunned or not appreciated, they might start a fight or provoke you. They might do things such as change the temperature in the house, turn TVs off, turn stereos off, change TV channels without asking. These are all mechanisms to provoke a fight. They're angry at you about something, so they use other methods to release that anger. Again, you have to be very, very careful. Understand that what she's doing is she's doing a provocation to get you to be mad and angry at her to make you the bad guy, okay? Another thing is a female might be trying to break up with you and so she provokes you. And when you take the bait and react in a negative way, then what does she do? She then has ammunition or she has built the case to break up with you. Let's just say she is not answering your calls or she's not answering your texts because she's quote-unquote busy and you start to call her out on it. And then she says, hey, you know what? I've got a lot going on. I'm busy with school. I'm busy with work. I just need space anyways. Maybe we shouldn't be together. Okay. Got to understand females are very, very good at using provocations (laughs) and no responses to provoke you to react And then when you react, they've trapped you because you've opened the door for them to say comments such as that, I need space, I'm busy, I got a lot going on, all right? And when you do that, you've opened the door for them to end things more easily for them, all right? Okay, so on this episode of the Climbing Hinge podcast, again, what we were looking to do is understand and get a sense of why and how females act in indirect methods, indirect communication, indirect aggression, indirect conflict, why it is the case that they behave in indirect ways, how you as a man or a partner of a female need to be aware of these indirect methods and what they mean and also you have to be aware of how you need to handle them and behave in the best way possible in response in order to advance the relationship, to build trust, to build attraction, to build safety. And so when females are behaving in these ways, A, you need to first recognize what they're doing, and then B, understand the best way to respond. Thank you once again for listening to another episode of the Climbing Henge podcast.